So what's up? Um, I mean, so sometimes I do this thing where I recommend something on the previous episode, uh, just as a casual interest, and then it becomes the only thing I care about. Um, and I've kind of done that. <laughs> With Venture Brothers. Yeah, like, um, I, I didn't expect to see you change your avatar from Feels Good Man for a good while. I thought yeah. that was there to stay. I kind of want to change it back because I kind of have, like, an attack every time I see Pete White with a axe as my icon. And I'm like, oh no, it's my husband. You just can't, you just cannot be tweeting at all hours of the day, Pete White murder me with an axe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Pete. Sorry, Pete White murdered me with an axe challenge. Yeah, challenge. Please, please do it. I, <laughs> um, which is kind of resulting in an uh, uh, an unprecedented interest of mine, which is just like twinks with axes. I guess. I guess that's just who I am as a person now. So I'm like sorry to all of our listeners and also to my co-host Sarah, uh, just for who I am as a person. I mean, you're um, valid. I mean, I'm I'm valid, but. Like, I'm not proud of that the fact that I'm valid. You know? Yeah. I'm not proud of who I've become. But I just Somebody help me back. see the darker side of you. Yeah. No one can help <laughs> you save this animal you have become. <laughs> right. Right. And me? Uh, we we believe it's not the real you. Mm-hmm. I need a I need a twink intervention. Yeah, a you can I feel like that's just you at all hours of the day though. What? Like needing a twink intervention. Oh, I no, it's just like the constant state of being me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes men, you know? Sometimes men. <laughs> fucking well, <laughs> the, throwing your hands up in the air and saying, you ever hear about men? Okay, so... <laughs> So we were talking about that while we were watching this movie. And my, you ever hear about men is the fact that, oh, uh, I'm gay. Uh, and you're, and you're, you ever hear about men is the fact that you're gay, but in the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, uh, it's that post, the girls, yeah, yeah, I heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, you had, when you had to pretend to be straight and I had to pretend to be, uh, I had to pretend to be not gay. Yeah. And I'm just like, girls, oh, uh, ah, I've, I've heard of them. And you're just like, <laughs> girls, I've, yeah, I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> girls, we heard of them. Yep, girls, they're out there. Yeah, hey guys. A little PSA about this is girls. this is WLW slash MLM solidarity. <laughs> is there an easier way to say WLW? Because that fucking sucks to say out loud. That is so uh, many syllables. That's seven syllables. Yeah, it's like good for like typing. Yes, but, like out loud, it's like gay it, women. Gay men when I thing. read it, when I easier. read it, when I read it, like my head just like says it as like Wool. Yeah. <laughs> Wool yeah. slash Mulm solidarity. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, the shitty gremlin part of my brain is like, whenever I see MLM, it's like, ah, Martin Luther Ming. <laughs> Mine is. <laughs> Mine is either multi level marketing or Marxist Leninist Maoism. <laughs>
your video, everyone. It's your number one haunted house podcast, and oh fuck, there is a ghost in my room. Oh, <laughs> I'm no. Sarah. There's like I'm Sarah. twelve. There's like twelve ghosts in my room. I'm there. Well, we put if we put our rooms together, we got thirteen ghosts, and then we can get Matthew Lillard on this bitch. Oh fuck yeah! God, I think our I think our series finale of Fear Bidding is gonna have to be like us getting Matthew Lillard on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if we can swing that one, but we'll see. I mean, we've been doing. We got some reaches for Schlocktober. Yes, that's true. Schlocktober no spoilers. I can't. I'm not spoiling anything, but uh, we got a pretty fucking good couple of guests for Schlocktober. Do we want to like release our ep- our like guest list at some point, just as like a teaser, or are we just yes, keep it absolutely. Secret? Once once we get it locked down, uh, we're gonna have some returning guests. We're gonna have uh, at least one guest, uh, esteemed guest of honor. Not yes. to be weird about it, but there's one guest I'm extremely excited about having. I mean, I always decided to have people on this podcast, but like, and it's me. <laughs> it's Blair! Yay! <laughs> Two Blairs. Um, but yeah, um, fucking strap in, and uh, in case this is your in case this is your first year listening to us, uh, in October we do Schlocktober, which is our exploration where we actually look for garbage horror movies, which we don't really seem to watch too many of in our day to day now. Like we don't come, we like we we refined our finding movie process, so we're not like stumbling across a a a whole a horseman or a charnel or not a charnel house. Um, yes, a charnel house. Is that charnel? Was it called charnel house? It was called Charnel House. Okay, yeah. So we don't we don't got Charnel House that fucking movie. Uh, Remember the doppelganger bullshit? I do, I do. Anyways, I, the thing um, the thing I remember most distinctly from Charnel House is the fact that is the shot of the shittiest, burntest looking pancakes I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> I I remember the dude hanging upside down doing weights, and he like dies like that. Mm-hmm. Like um, so a couple of movies just to tease you for what we got coming up this year. We have um. Uh, so what we do is we see we we have guests on. We do streams on Friday nights uh, we, where we watch the movie and all of our listeners can tune in. And um, then we just have a big old fun time. Uh, two of the movies we've confirmed that we are almost certainly doing at this point are House of Wax and the 2002 version of The Haunting with Liam Neeson. Ew. Yeah. That's some fucking jank. Yeah. It's got Owen Wilson in it too. So, which, so I'm assuming the older version of House of Wax as well. Not the more recent, the remake of it with the guy from Supernatural. No, we're doing the, the, of course we're doing the remake. Are you kidding? Oh my God. Dude, Why don't I we watch... watch the original? The original might actually be a good movie. In the remake, Paris Hilton dies. Oh my God. I watched maybe like 15 minutes of it and couldn't, because I was like, that's the guy from Supernatural. I think Jensen Ackles was in a Saw movie at the same time. Oh my God. I'm going to look that up real quick, because I know he was in a horror movie at the time, and this is going to bother me. He was in... my No, he was in My Bloody Valentine 3D! Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> he was also in a movie called Devour. Yeah, good thing that after they finish Supernatural, they'll never have to work a day in their life again, so we'll never have to see them act in a movie. <laughs> I think one of the movies we might have to do is to counteract the, uh, to, to, as a counterpart to the Jared Padalecki presence in House of Wax, I think we have to do Devour, which has a 20% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, not low enough. <laughs> it looks like it's called, it looks like, it looks like Stay Alive. Oh, good. Um, yeah, Schlocktober is always really fun, so. Yeah, it's uh, a blast. Yeah. Keep, keep your shit friends. locked. Uh, we, we do streams on Fridays around like nine-ish. Yeah, it's a whole event, so. Yeah, it's so um, much fun. The- yeah. But anyway, um So what's up with ha- up, do we have any upcoming horror movie news? 
Um, we're like a month out from uh from the from Halloween, which I'm, I'm so like, fucking excited about. Yeah, I'm so excited for both the movie and the holiday. Yeah. Um, I don't have a costume planned out though, which I don't know what I'm gonna do. Do you normally have a costume planned out by now? No, but I feel like I should. The reason why I don't ever dress up for Halloween is because I don't plan in advance. So I feel like I like it's something I want to do, but I'm yeah. just not plan for it but um i'm very very excited for the movie um i i i have no apprehension whatsoever because john carpenter gave it his stamp of approval so i am i'm down to clown with uh michael myers yeah um other upcoming horror movie news uh this one that came out a couple of weeks ago apparently called uh e-demon which we have to watch at some point Oh no! Yes, I love these cyber-themed horror. Found footage. Movies. It's found yes. footage. Is it? Yes. Oh yes. Oh. It, yeah, uh, this review that I'm reading on upcominghorrormovies.com. Thank you very much for your service, UHM. Um, is uh, it calls it, it says it says it kind of does it in Evil Dead fashion, which that's really fucking good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um. That is so great. I yeah, it sounds uh, like a blast. So I am really down to try to find some place that's showing it. I haven't. I actually just recently looked at like movies that are coming out and movies that are out in theaters right now. And like on like my mom's Fandango app because she was asking. I did not see that anywhere, so I don't even know where I would find that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other other upcoming horror movie news. Uh, Suspiria remake is about two months out, uh, which is I didn't know this, but it's directed by Luca mm-hmm. Guadagnino. Who directed Call Me By Your Name. And it also has Total oh. Swinton and Chloe Grace Moretz in it. So, like, I'm here for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see that oh. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not a horror movie, but uh, Halloween night, the, the day of Halloween, we've got the uh, the return of Limetown fucking finally. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm so ready. Fucking, how long is it? When did, when was the, when did Limetown originally happen? Was that 2016? I don't know. Maybe around them. It's been a grip. Yeah, it's been a fucking good... If you don't know it, we talk about it all the fucking time, but Limetown... No, Limetown was late 2015. Jesus Christ, it's been three years. Um, If you haven't heard us wax poetic about Limetown before, it's one of the best podcasts that I've ever heard in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. It's It's, it's just a really great narrative. A really great short narrative Really great, really tight. Delivers on what it sets up, which it should... Like, based on the setup it gives, it should not be able to deliver as well as it does. Yeah. And then we've got season two coming, and yes. I have no idea what's going to happen in season two. That te- I keep I listen to that teaser like every like month or so, and it gives me chills every fucking time. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, Limetown fucks hard. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my that's my <laughs> diagnosis. That's you. Thank you. God, they fucking released that teaser a year before the sh- before the season two premiere. They put that tre- they put that teaser out on October thirty first, twenty seventeen. Um. It's been edging us for almost three hundred, like three hundred and sixty-five days. So. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Sorry. Limetown sh- orgasm denial. <laughs> Leah Haddock denies your nut. <laughs> I hate ASMR. Us. I hate us so much. I do too. Oh, God. Are you ready for this? Do you want yeah, to let's dive? talk about the let's talk about fucking. So we watched The Conjuring this week, uh, directed by James Wan, uh, starring a whole bunch of people whose names I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking God, I'm sorry. Give me a second. I just gotta. God, this was back in 2013, huh? 
Mm-hmm. I do look at the top of the Wikipedia article. It says, this article is about the film. For the Megadeth song, see The Conjuring. <laughs> I would much rather do a podcast. No, I actually really like The Conjuring. Um, I think it's good. I think it's fine. I don't think it's no, great. I think it's fine. It is. It is. Uh, I would say it is one of the more competent James Wan vehicles. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, ride, I'll ride with you on that. It is, uh, I mean, I think it's, like, up there with, like, Saw and stuff like that, which I would say is probably one of his best movies. He is directing um, a movie in, for 2019 called The Curse of La Llorona, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. The fucking Ghost Bride shit. Yeah, yeah. I might see um, that. Mm-hmm. I wrote a paper about her in uh, college. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I am... I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I loved it the first time I saw it in theaters. It is, it's not, there's no, like, deep message in it. It's nope. not really thought-provoking. It just looks really cool, and it's, like, scary. Yeah, the script, the, script is kind of, the script is kind of meh, in my opinion, but I, I think a lot of the cinematography that's going on is really cool. Yeah. Like, I busted in, like, I, I have, a th- I have like, a really soft spot for whenever, like, a, a, a fray, like, a, a, the camera just, like, does a complete 180, like, rotation. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm talking, like, it's up, it goes from upside down to right side up or vice versa. Like, and mm-hmm. that happened, like, four separate times in this movie, including, including once, twice in one, in one shot. And yeah. I busted on that every time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really good. Um, I, I would, I am going to say that, like, so I don't, as I think I've said before on this podcast, I don't believe in ghosts even a little bit. Um, so uh, I, that's why I don't get scared by these, like, based on a true story thing. But I think I enjoyed it a lot more the first couple times I saw this movie before I learned about the fact that the Warrens were just completely complete charlatans. Because it's like, it's one thing to be like, um, they're also drinking the Kool-Aid in a way. Like, they believe their own horseshit. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's another thing to, like kind of see them and like know that they're like like scamming like yeah like scamming these people out of money and like like getting like like inducing fear in them you know for their own celebrity um so right i suppose i suppose i suppose i suppose i suppose that's a discussion point right up at the top that this is you know obviously all based on the true story about the uh the warrens and their uh their helping of the uh what the fuck's the family I don't Name. remember. Uh, fucking the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the last name isn't said very much. Mm-hmm. The parent yeah, family, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 pretty widely renowned, even even with from people who believe in ghosts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, to be like, uh, yeah, complete like snake oil salesman. Um, but uh, <laughs> um. The, the, the casting in this movie uh, makes up for it because uh, it makes them, like, fuckable uh, and, like, charismatic instead of just kind of, like, weird dudes, you know? But, yeah, uh, <laughs> fucked up guys going anywhere. <laughs> um, that all being said, it's this movie is still such a goofy blast. Um, yeah, we we open up on uh, uh, these. Uh, the the story actually of the parent family is uh, the the inspired the Amityville horror and that franchise. I just learned. Oh, did it? Yeah, we should watch one of those sometime. I feel like the Amityville horror had more to do with something else that actually. Quote well, unquote, not actually based happened. on, but it's it's inspired by the okay. the, the 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 fucking. Fucking Lord the Warren case, 
the Warren yeah. Perrin case. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, this movie opens up on uh, one of the more historical, like, Warren cases, which is the Annabelle doll, which yeah. they... Which anyone who knows anything about horror movies, they did a several part, a couple movies about Annabelle. It's fucking horrible, um, and it's just as goofy in this opening. But it's not even scary a little bit. It's basically like these teenagers with this like, I've 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 griped about this on so many forums before, and I know it, and I never shut up about it. Anyone who wants to talk to me about horror movies ends up hearing me say this. But the fucking Annabelle doll, like in the movies looks like the most horrifying thing ever it looks like a, the fucking bride of chucky um and it's like nobody n- n- there it, it completely like destroys any suspension of disbelief that any company would ever actually make a doll like that and that you would ever invite a doll like that into your house if you're just like a normal person like i don't know really? if you, you've seen that matt post vine the one where he like finds the sale like the baby doll on sale for the fucked up baby doll for sale on two dollars and he barges in the shopping look what i bought well, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. If you're, like, like a person who, like, likes weird shit, you'll get something like that. But these are just ostensibly just normal folks just being like, oh, this is, like, a doll that we found in our house. Weird. I guess we're going to keep it. Even though it looks like it's, like, a chain smoker. Um, like, a, like a 45-year-old chain smoker um, is what this, like, children's doll looks like. That compared to the fact, and I get that it's like probably copyright or stuff and stuff, but the fact that the original Annabelle doll is just a Raggedy Ann doll, which is like completely unassuming and is just made of like cloth, you know, um, instead of like hard porcelain, like you could knock a toddler's head off if you swung this doll at them. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Annabelle doll is a blunt weapon. Yeah, like you like, did. What if, what if, what if, like in Clue, you did like a homebrew of Clue, and everything was the same except for one of the weapons was the Annabelle doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just. <sighs> Hold on. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. And the Warrens are like, you know, a ghost could never actually is not strong enough to actually inf- like a, a possess a doll. There's something more strong going on around here there's no such thing as annabelle etc etc demon etc it's it's always demons it's always demons it's always demon possession um because you know what demon possession um is what makes the big bucks uh because you get to like you get to instill the fear of god into people yeah anytime demon possession comes up i'm just like oh okay so that's what we're Mm -hmm. doing like, mm-hmm. I, I loved Hereditary, I guess spoilers for Hereditary. Yeah. But, like, I loved Hereditary, but, like, you even said it yourself on the episode, but, like, when they got to Demon Possession, I was like, so that's what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, it's, I'll go with I you mean, on this. Like, you've given me proof of concept that, like, I'm willing to follow you down this road, but, like... Right. Well, I, I would say in defense of Hereditary, um, uh, it's not just the devil. Yeah, it's, it's more, it's a more niche demon, demonology, but I still was kind of reacting like, well... I mean, okay. No, no, I totally get it. Like, like I, I made, the, I made the walk a flock of flame face the in the the gif where after he reads like the Suzanne McSwainy, she say <laughs> Suzanne, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Does shit go <laughs> team slot every day, week, month, year, decade, century? Yes. 
D I C K S Q U A D. Um. Anyway, yeah. So like, it's just kind of like an introductory sort of documentary, and then it has a little text about the Warrens. This is based on a true story, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and that's the Conjuring logo, um, and it looks dope. Uh, and then we cut to this this family with five little girls, five children. Imagine have imagine having five children. This is in like the uh, late sixties. Well, this is pre Octomom. Yeah, condoms okay. exist. And condoms <laughs> condoms do exist, and also like. This is just so many children. It is like so many children. They don't even run a farm or anything. They're just like in like, a house. They're just like in a house. Okay, to be fair, in in uh in in element in middle school and high school, I did know a kid who had like ten siblings. Yeah, I also knew kids with like tons of siblings, but they were also like hardline Catholics and didn't That's... believe in birth control. Yes, so. that's yeah, that that does track actually. That family was very Irish. Yeah, so um but I guess I guess my dad is would be about the age these kids are. No. Yeah. About that. And he has um four older three older sisters. How many how many aunts and uncles do I have in my family, Sarah? No, he there's there's four kids in total. So I guess like I get it. Um, I've my my um my mom has five siblings and they are yeah. not they're not that Catholic. Yeah, but it's just like I guess it's just like the day but and age we live in where it's I like, just cannot man, imagine that is, how do you manage that many human beings? Like I can't even manage like five people who like are like of my same age group and are all adults. You know, like, yeah. Like if we ha- I if cannot we imagine a- like looking at things and being like, well, okay, we have. A kid. How about four more of these? Yeah, like I, 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 when I go out drinking with my friends, and if I'm the most sober one there, and they're all w- plastered, we're fucked, basically. Uh, <laughs> I can't well, that, that's, that that's, that's actually the that's actually the cheat for uh for uh surviving parenthood is never get get your baby drunk. <laughs> ba- okay, here's here's a little uh, spoiler about babies. They're always drunk. Is the thing. They're just always plastered. That's just a natural state of being an infant. Um, <laughs> Baby drunk. Babies are always drunk. You just become progressively more sober as you get older, and then you like do it to your body on purpose. Yeah, you actually uh, when you come out the womb, the first they don't tell they don't tell anyone this, this is a secret. I could get assassinated for saying this, but the first thing that you do when you come out of the womb is uh, you, they, the doctor gives you a giant joint to smoke to stop you yeah. from crying. Yeah. It's, you suck. You suck on that, and then you put it on a pacifier, and the pacifier is laced with THC. Yeah, um, baby weed. Anyway, baby, baby weed. Um, uh, yeah. So these these this family uh, is settling into this house, and they have this game called the clapping game, where like uh, it's, it's hiding. Like, it's hide and clap, isn't it? It's hide and clap. It's like hide and seek, but one person is blindfolded. And everyone else hides, and the person who's blindfolded gets to ask for um, uh, uh, them to clap, like everyone to clap three times um, at whatever they choose to, and that's how they find them. Um, and uh, yeah, this was pretty prominently featured in the trailers. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's going to be the, the, the crux of like a couple scares. Um, yeah. 
the first the first time uh, uh, one of the children uh, finds the other one in the closet and like like barrels into her and then knocks a panel of wood down uh, from the side of the closet to like reveal that there's like a boarded up cellar uh, in the back of this closet. Um, so uh, uh, that's that's a whole thing. Uh, why was this mysterious cellar boarded up? Who knows? Um, <laughs> so uh, nobody knows. Nobody could possibly know. Not that this house is haunted. Yeah, that the, the husband is like we have extra square footage. Um, yeah, that's no, like that's you. like the most dad thing to say in that situation, though. Like, yeah, yeah. like I think about it, think about like my dad, and like he would just he would say something like that. Yes. Yes, this dad is a very, very much a dad. He also has like maybe ten lines in the entire like movie. He is not an integral character to the <laughs> plot of The Conjuring. Um, so what happens next? Um, um, he like it's some weird spooky shit starts happening, right? Like it's a really it's a little bit. Oh, the dog dies. The dog dies first. Oh yeah. Okay. So first the dog won't come into the house. Yeah. And so you were like to me, um, oh this dog is dying before the first act ends. And I spent it had been like a like a couple of years since I'd seen this movie, and so I was like probably, um, and then it did. Uh, yeah, the dog yeah. dies. The yeah. dog the dog dies. Um. Does it explain how it's di- does it does it, is it ever explained how the dog dies? I don't think so. I think it's just dead. I mean, know? I think the assumption to the assumption to me is that the dog broke its own neck trying to like get wrench free of the chain. Sure. Because like there's yeah, no I like foul, there's no like foul play suspected. There's no one like oh shit someone broke our dog's neck. It's just the dog broke their neck on the chain or something. Yeah, yeah. Which like that can just um, happen. Sure. It, no, it, like it, it can. It sucks. No, I know. Yeah, I'm like animals die all the time for like ridiculous reasons yep. so yeah uh, i had a beagle fall uh, fall like two feet in a weird way and then it we had to put it down a week later uh, yeah it's so crazy like um and not even just like like small animals but human beings too like my mom was telling me recently how she like fell out of a bed wrong when she was a kid and broke her collarbone like a normal bed height that she just kind of rolled out of the bed and like landed wrong and broke her collarbone so it's like yeah the human body like just like just like the bodies that we're in just kind of do like they sometimes sometimes they just do that yeah they just do whatever um three times she said in her life and i'm like jesus christ mom what were you doing as a child um Getting into bar fights at the tender age of 14, something like that. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, there's, uh, let's see, uh, we, have, we have the littlest child who sleepwalks a lot, um, and uh, that they catch her in the middle of the night just, like, running into a closet yeah. door. <laughs> Bonking her head on a closet wall, or on a closet door. Yeah. Yeah, like, so like that, um, that closet is cent- central to this to the plot of this movie. Yes. Um, and uh, at what point does uh, does Lo- what's her name the the mom the fucking Andrea Carolyn Carolyn I don't know I'll trust your judgment here. Well, I went off the Wikipedia, so I I think I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, I I trust I trust Wikipedia's judgment more than my own. Yeah. Um. Uh. But the, what point does Carolyn go to the university and see the Warrens talking? 
Well, this is after um, a couple things happen. Yeah. Well, for, this is after um, uh, uh, she she uh, is playing that hide and clap game. Well, first of all, um, she sees her littlest child with that with a little like music box. Yeah, with a mirror that spins on it, and her child is like, she, ch- child's got an imaginary friend, and she's all like, oh, if you like look into the mirror while it's on, um, uh, you'll see him behind you. Um, and so that's, like, the first thing of something ooky spooky happening, even though, like, the mom doesn't see anything other than the child jump-scaring her, uh, yeah. which is fun. We should all jump-scare our parents more. Yeah, really, uh, we should, we should, we should just, like, as a nation, just, like, go out into kindergarten and be like, okay, jump-scare your parents a little bit more often. Uh-huh, Do uh-huh, something, do something, do some more creepy shit to your parents so they can make Twitter threads about it. Like, the, that one you always see about, like, the person who is like, oh, the man is following us down the hallway, daddy, or what the fuck yeah. ever. Do well, that shit to your par- kids if you're listening. Do that shit to your parents. They kind of already always are doing shit, and it's so fun to me because people are like, "My kid is haunted," and it's like, I swear to God, you said the same shit when you were a child because you don't know the difference between like your imagination and reality when you're that small. You don't know like when it's acceptable, like the difference between lies and truth, like. You're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there's something somebody following us? I'm gonna say that to my my parent as if this is a fact, um, because imagination is the same thing as reality for to me, because I just haven't developed that sort of cognitive process yet. Uh, so no, your child isn't haunted; it's just a child. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate spooky children. Like, I get it. Like, I would also freak out if if a small child said some freaky shit to me. But it's also like, yep. Kids be like that. Kids do say the darndest things. <laughs> um, so uh, they play the hide and clap game, and uh, the mom eventually gets led into the room with that big wardrobe, um, and uh, like the doors swing open, and she she asks for a clap, and she gets like two claps, um, like from hands sticking out of the closet, and she's like, Ah, hell yeah, I gotcha. And she gets right up into the, 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 the wardrobe, and then her little child comes around. Well, first of all, she doesn't feel anything, so she, like, takes Rips the, off the blindfold. And then her child is... The kid, the kid comes around the corner and just, like, is very much... Re- is just saying words that are, be- that are being held on a placard five feet in front of her. And, like, I love her to slag on child acting here, but, like, there are some good child actors in this movie, and then this one is just like, Ha-ha, Mama, you took your blindfold off. I wasn't even there. I was in Caroline's room. Ha-ha-ha-ha. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. come on. Stay, but yeah. get, like, work work harder, kid. Work harder, six-year-old. <laughs> You're being paid to do this. No, I, I actually, like, I feel like there's some child actors that are picked just because they're cute rather than they're competent. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, it totally takes me out of it. I will actually talk shit about child actors, which is, and it has nothing, to, it has nothing to do with their actual skill. It has to do with the fact that they are not well-equipped to do this, you know? So, it, like, totally takes me out of the experience when I see, like, uh, a child actor who's obviously acting. It does this. I mean, the same thing happens when I see an adult actor who's obviously acting. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just like, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's not the child's fault. It's the casting director's fault. So extremely um, yes. <laughs> um. But uh. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that that happens. She's uh, this this uh, the 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 mom is getting bruises all over her arms and stuff like that, and she's been like struggling to get good nights of sleep. Um, there's been uh, 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 
uh, her, her, one of her like middle children are sharing a room together. Yeah. Middle children. And, um, in the middle of the night at one point, there's like, uh, one of them feels like a tug on their, her leg. And so she wakes up and she sees something dark standing in the corner behind the door. Yeah. Um, she also says, up. Hey, quit farting. It smells bad in here. <laughs> yeah. Cause the whole thing is like the house starts to smell like rotted meat. Um, and, uh, that becomes a whole thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and yeah, so she wakes up her sister and is like, there's a dude behind the door. Um, so her sister gets up and I think in the trailers it actually shows the fucked up guy, but it didn't in the movie. Yeah, we um, never see the fucked up guy in this movie. Well. We see we see the face, but like also fun fact, um, a man is credited as playing Bathsheba, the demon in this movie. Uh, Joseph, yeah, I, Joseph Bashara has the, has the credit on this movie for that dot, for the, uh, the monster. Yeah, well, there we do see the monster on the top of the wardrobe later in the movie. Yeah, but that's like a that's like a woman there too, ain't it? Um, yeah, it's the witch, I think. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um, maybe our lighting was just really bad because I'm in a room with natural lighting on, and the movie is very dark. So maybe in a dark theater, the fucked up dude is actually there. It's hard for me to actually remember. Yeah. Um, so. Grain of salt with everything we say. We are not professionals for basically anything. No, we, um, we've never been professional in our lives. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, there's this big panic. The door slams shut. Everyone's screaming. Um, they haven't been able to get a good night's sleep in weeks. So, yeah, so um, the, the uh, mother shows up to this uh, seminar that the Warrens are given about this, like, like exorcism they performed on this dude who, like, ended up, like, shooting his wife, not killing her, and then shooting himself, um, eventually, after the exorcism, and it was basically, like, even an exorcism couldn't save this dude, and I'm like, yeah, maybe medical intervention could. Yeah, you fucking hacks. Yeah, it's like, fuck, it's like one thing when these, like, these stories exist in a universe where apparently mental illness doesn't exist, but demon possession does. And I'm like, I can suspend my disbelief because this isn't real. But knowing that the Warrens are real people who probably like advocated for shit like this is just gets under my skin. Like nothing else. Like it's not the fucking 1800s anymore. I mean, it's the late sixties. So let's say like mental health is not really up to snuff in basically any context. Yeah. But like, um, there, it's just, you can't just say, oh, you were possessed by a demon. And then when the problems don't go away after the exorcism, uh, a, a practice, which I have to imagine is deeply traumatizing. Um, yeah. uh, you can't just be like, well, I guess you just weren't strong enough. So I just, it's so horrible. I hate it. I hate them. I hate them so much. They're just charlatans. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, uh, so she approaches them after the whole seminar thing, um, and, uh, is like, yeah, I've been having problems in my house, can you please come help? Um, and they're like, well, we gotta go home, and then they're like, and then they're like, and then she's like, please, and they're like, okay. Yeah, I actually think I skipped over a part where, um, we see the Warrens at their home, they have this small little girl, uh, named Jody. Jerp. Jerp. Her name's Jerp. Jerp? Jerp. So, yeah, Jerp is, like, hiding in the haunted haunted area of the house where they keep all the possessed shit, like, the the basement in... uh, Well, well, they're having... No, 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 that's a later scene, right? 
No, this is the same they, scene when they have the oh, guy yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an interviewer over. Yeah. Oh, yeah and then uh, then the little child is hiding around. It is, yeah, it is straight up some cabin in the woods basement shit. Um, it's so dorky. Um, it's actually, okay, I say it's so dorky. It's kind of rad, though. Like, I would love to. I would love to go into a room with a bunch of, like, quote-unquote possessed objects just to, like, for the novelty of it, you know? Like, um, I just want to know the story behind every single one of them. Like, it's the exact same reaction that I had to Cabin in the Woods. Like, I want to know who each, I want to know what each item summons. Yeah, exactly. Like, learning no, totally. that learning that the film projector, for example, summons a monster named Kevin mm-hmm. is very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's really great. I would, um, I love shit like that. Um, I, 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 I am, I am, I am, I just love ghost stories so much. I would love to have, like, a quote-unquote cursed object or possessed object, um, just, like, as a collectible. Um, give me a haunted doll. Buy me a haunted doll for Christmas at everyone who's listening. Uh, okay, just let me mark that down in my Christmas wish list notebook that I'm keeping for all of my dear friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I, yeah, uh, Haunted Doll, me, please. Um, Haunted and... Doll, complete series of Adventure Brothers on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Hulu. I can watch it whenever I want. I don't need D- DVDs. You get um, bonus features, though, and DVD menus. <laughs> I, oh man, a DVD menu. You know I'm mad horny for a DVD menu. <laughs> oh, just busting a nut to those animation skips that, fl- that that like skip a couple of seconds of like silence when you when it loops it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, just cranking off all day to that. Uh, it's they, my fetish. Have they improved that? Because like they like I I like picked up like the first few seasons of Game of Thrones on DVD. And those menus did not have that fixed. Like, and that's like a high-end DVD. Uh, Sarah, I'm going to be honest with you. I've not watched a DVD in probably five years. Actually, no, I fucking take that back. I watched a documentary on beer literally last night. Uh, so. <laughs> it was my dad's. He's like, I own this documentary. Do you want to watch I'm a, it? I'm going to keep it real with you. Fellow podcast host Sarah Rogers, I have not watched a DVD. I'm gonna keep it real with you, podcast host Sarah Rogers. I have last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I completely fucking forgot. Um, but I it, we popped it into the PS2 we owned, so and maybe not the same experience vis-a-vis menus. But anyway, um, yeah, DVDs are so crazy. Um, I know people who have, like, just slightly more recent models of my computer than I do, who mm-hmm. don't have DVD slots, and I'm like, man, I, like, don't use my CD drive at all, ever, but I'd be kind of bummed if I lost it, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's just useful. Like, you never know when you might use it. Um, anyway, this is not what this podcast is about. Holy shit. It, 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 it can be. It shouldn't be. This is <laughs> hey. This is my little. It, this is my little uh, conversation about uh, DVD slots, CD drives. Um, I'm a '90s kid. I like my discs and my VHSs. Actually, I fucking hate VHSs because um, you have to rewind them. What a pain in the ass. Anyone who's nostalgic about a VHS is like a whatever. Yeah, VHS. There's nothing good about a VHS. Yeah, nothing. Um, fuck a VHS. 
Uh, VHS has always gave me anxiety when you would like rewind one and it would just like go, re- it would just like start slow and go really, really, really fast at the end. Then would like, click. yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, did, I, it, did it break? And it's all made of shit. Like, I know that, uh, like, C- th- we cannot continue, but I'm going to continue talking about this. I know, like, CDs and DVDs can get scratched really easily, but, like, tape seems, like, incredibly fragile to me. Like, you just, you, the thing is, is, like, if you take care of your DVDs, they'll last a really long time, which is why I'm explaining exactly the reason why we don't use VHSs anymore. Um, so this is not interesting to anybody, but I'm going to continue talking, and you can't stop me. Um <laughs> But like you are so you just, valid. If you just play a VHS enough, the the the, the tape will wear out, and that's so fucked up. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it is, we don't even use those anymore. We use streaming. Everything's streaming, which is better anyway because it's on demand, and I don't have patience for anything. I gotta be um, honest with you, real quick here for a second. Yes, I have one VHS to my name still. I have, yes. I used to have a collection of some sorts, and I still have one VHS. I want you to take... Oh, I still own the Blair Witch Project on VHS. Yeah, okay. Never, never watch it, uh, you know? I'll tell you this. It's neither the Ace Ventures, and I just want you to take one guess as to what you think it might be that I have on VHS. It's neither of the Ace Ventures. Neither of them. Um, I have no idea what it might be. It's Space Jam. <laughs> that uh, it rules so much. No, I take back everything I've said about everything. Um, th- you are so valid. You're like the most valid human being on earth. Um, I am obsessed with that. It's so good. Um, back to the movie. Back to the movie. We're Holy 40 shit. minutes into this fucking podcast. Jesus we Christ. Can, we can rattle through the rest of it in like 20 minutes. No probs. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So, the, so Ed and Lorraine show up and they're like, oh shit, this place is f- this place is mondo fucked. Yeah, this place is mad haunted. Um, and uh, they they keep doing, like, shit. And, like, Lorraine has, like, a like a clairvoyant moment with the with The, 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 the hanging wife. body? No, oh, yeah, that. That that also happens. Yeah, she, she sees the hanging body. Them. She sees a shadow, like, clinging to the backs of the people who live in the house. And they find out that there's a ghost who's been haunting people because... Uh, be, be, what the fuck was her name? What's that? Oh, the witch? Yeah. The Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. I was confusing um, it with Bathsheba. The- oh, the shit annoyed me so much. Yeah, so like the clocks are, are stopping at 3.07 in the morning every yep. night. Which uh, is the time the of night that, ba- that Bathsheba died after she murdered her infant child. Yeah, and it's like, this is old-timey witch hanging days. Hello. Uh, you, like, they struggled to figure out the time of death for the Jack the Ripper murders, um, so, like, and those are, like, more recent than, I think, these, this shit. Um, I know it's, like, a suspension of disbelief, but, like, one of my favorite things is, um, like, in the Final Destination movies, like, every time someone brings up, like, oh, this has happened before, they always mention that everyone died in the same order that they did, uh, in the original accident, which, like, there is zero way anybody would have any record of that. Right. Like, there's no (laughs) newspaper reporting that's, like, saying, uh, Alex Browning said that, uh, everyone, uh, is dying in the order that they died on, uh, in his vision, uh, Flight 180. Uh. Yeah. Clear Rivers, uh, cl- declined to comment. Yeah. Like, no one's doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Nobody knows shit. They could probably guess, like, 
how many hours ago, roughly. But even then, they could say in the print, oh, 307 is our guess. But there's no way they would know for sure. Yeah. So, like, what does it matter? Also, all of this is fake. It doesn't matter. Um, they play back the recording of the whole thing, and it's all garbled and, like, haunted and ooky spooky. And it sounds really cool, honestly. So... Yeah, they record the, the the family talking about their haunting. They they play it back the first time and it sounds fine, and then they play it and then it plays back on its own. And it's like every time like the the family being interviewed is talking, it's all like um, horrible wails and like moans and you know ghost yeah. sounds basically, um, which is fun. Um, so so yeah, they they bring in their crew. They set up all these sort of like cameras that go off when the temperature drops really suddenly yeah um and uh they put bells on the door so everyone knows when doors are being opened or closed yep Uh, and it turns into basically a fucking fun house for the next like 30 minutes well yeah i actually love this shit it's like it's It's good i like it it's like a retro ghost adventures basically um it's yeah because they're just like setting up all the shit and there's like a really fun dynamic between all the characters um and uh yeah everyone's like there's there's listening to audio equipment and uh yeah um everyone just kind of like chilling chilling um I don't know if ooky spooky stuff happens on the first night I can't really remember let's but, just kind uh, of rapid fire through the rest of this shit yeah, so, um, so... So, basically, what all everything fucking goes to shit in a hell, and, like, everything goes wild. There's the, uh, uh, me, fit, mare, the, 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 Ed's wife. What the fuck is her name? Lorraine? Lorraine, thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lorraine gets, like, trapped in the basement, and, uh, she, she strikes a bunch of matches that just last forever, because they're, like... They're, like, Extendo brand matches, the ones that, like, just last, like, a candle. Yeah. They're Torch brand matches. Um, And then some hands appear up from behind her, and then it's a spooky, ooky spooky. I'm sounding like I'm being really reductive, but, like, this is basically what happens, and I liked it. I want to be clear, I did like this movie, but, like, Mm -hmm. this is just kind of what happens, describing the scares. Um, And then fucking the little girl gets dragged around by her hair. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to be scary, but it's extremely comical because she's just sliding around like a fucking bumper car. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Also, like like yeah, uh, crosses fall off the wall um, and shit like that, and it's like oh god, it's the devil. Um, <laughs> it's it's basically it's very hey, much. Hey, you ever hey. think about how? Hold on, let me take a big puff of weed. You ever think about how the backwards of the devil is lived? Is it? I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but <laughs> you yeah. live your if you live you, the, the devil is only evil because he lived his life. Uh, evil is an anagram of veil, which and people get married with veils. Oh uh, shit! Uh, um, uh, yeah. Oh shit! Hold on, take a take a take a take a whiff, take a take a hit of the spliff, bitch. I don't, I don't smoke weed. Okay. <laughs> um, I vape life. Thanks. Oh shit! That just like the death, just like evil. You live, which yeah. is evil backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Deep um, shit. Anyway. God. 
stupid, bad, unsubscribed. Unsubscribed yeah. from our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't listen to this shit. I edit it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, so what happens next? So, um... Yeah, all this chaos stuff happens. They talk to a priest. They're like, we need an exorcism of the house. Um, they find out that the the witch had killed her own baby and then had been, like, possessed by the devil to do it. Yeah. Um, um, and, uh, 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 and then uh, one time, like, they get, like, at some point, like, the, 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 the mother, like, drives away with one of the childs um, in the backseat of the car. Um, like possessed or whatever, and like I'm gonna kill her. Uh, they, yeah. They they get her back into the house. They drag her back into the house, which uh, she does not want to be dragged back into the house. Um, and uh, they they tie her to a chair in the basement. I think I'm skipping over a lot of stuff. It doesn't really matter that much. Um, yeah. Oh, the t- the point where she actually gets possessed, I think, is when she finds the the witch on sitting on top of the wardrobe, and like it like uh, tackles like like. Like tackles on top of her and like vomits all the shit into her mouth. And yeah, then she wakes up um, and like. Oh, there's that really like, cool shot of sick. like Lorraine doing laundry and like the sheet comes off the rack and it like it illuminates it like silhouettes a figure that is not there when the sheet leaves. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good as hell. But anyways, then uh, Carolyn gets possessed. <laughs> God, I mm-hmm. got the hiccups now. Oh, no. Well, I have to edit this week, so don't feel that bad about it. No, but I I feel bad because I I understand how bad hiccups are. Here's my hiccup cure for everyone who's listening. Just eat a spoonful of peanut butter. Um, peanut boober. Peanut butter or anything with a similar consistency. Also, you definitely gave yourself the hiccups by like inhaling like that. Yep, into absolutely. Your fake, into your fake blood. My fake vo- my fake weed. Your fake weed. Um. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, she gets possessed, um, et cetera, et cetera. They end up in the basement tying her down to a chair and then covering her face with, like, a cloth because she tries to bite someone. Um, and, uh, yeah, they get her all tied down to the chair and then, uh, is like, we gotta call, no, Ed's like, we gotta call the exorcist because I'm not, um, certified to do this, right? Uh, so... But then Lorraine's like, no, he's too far away. We can't do that. So Ed is like, well, I guess I got to take one for the team and do the really cool thing that everyone wants to do, obviously, which is like perform an exorcism because it makes you look like a total badass. And it does. Um, he he uh, flips open his like Latin Bible or whatever. I don't know. I've never seen like any... Look, look I've never read the whole the Bible all the way through, but I don't even... I don't think there's like a guide for exorcism in it um i don't know what else you would use it's fine um (laughs) um so he flips open his latin shit uh and he starts reading from it um and uh it's just a really standard exorcism scene um where like she likes like vomits blood onto the 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 whole like sheet that she's being covered with and like rips it open and etc. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, something that I think we both found really funny um, was uh, at one point, like the chair lifts off the ground, 
and then just hovers there yeah. and then flips upside down and then starts like slamming into the top of the like into the ceiling but like not really slamming because it's all like it's you can't actually do that you know um it looks very very silly um but it's fun like the thing is is like all this is like oh so silly but also like so fun which is what i really like about this movie is that it's like doesn't take itself super seriously yeah you know yeah like and the well the warrens take themselves very seriously but i think like the movie itself kind of knows what it is yeah you know? um but um yeah so uh so there's like this whole thing um uh the 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 uh, mother ends up in this like call space with a child who she's like threatening to kill and like is about to kill and uh, Lorraine puts her hand on uh, the, the, the mother's head and is like remember this memory you showed me because they had like this conversation earlier about um, loving your children well like about like oh this day at the beach and then oh, fucking so this photo is basically them it like is them at the beach and Lorraine touches her and she's like oh that looked like a nice day at the beach and then the 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 mother is like, "What? How could you possibly know that we were at the beach? How did you know that?" And I'm like, "Okay, lady." Um, it, it's I'm, a picture. An, I'm an empath. I see. Yeah. These. Anyways, so the the fucking the ghost comes. The ghost come out. <laughs> yeah, the ghost come. The ghost come out. Bruno Mars is gay. The um, ghost come out. <laughs> Bruno Mars does is gay. Whatever. Bruno Mars does is gay. Yes. Does no does Bruno Mars is gay? Yes. <laughs> yes. The ghost come out. Does Carolyn Perrin is possessed? Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, she almost kills her daughter, but then, uh, but then, uh, fucking through the Lo- power of love. Lorraine is like, "Love your children," and she's like, "Damn, I do love my children," and she's like, "I love you, daughter," and then everything's happy, and mm-hmm. that's the end. It's the- like. The Warrens go back uh, to their home, and everything's fine, and then the box opens and plays music, and then stops, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I was t- like, you kept being like, "Oh, this person's gonna die, right?" And then I thought about it, like throughout the whole movie, like just different people, and I thought about it, and I was like, "No, nobody dies because like this is a real thing that happened, and the legal like ramifications the Warrens would have in their heads if someone died during one of their like ghost parties oh, uh, yeah. would be huge." So yeah, nobody dies in the the Conjuring movies, which is like a little lame, but also like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, that's The Conjuring, the first Conjuring. Yeah, that's The Conjuring. And then, uh, so on a scale of zero to five uh, hypnotizing music boxes, how many uh, hypno music boxes are you going to give this bitch? Uh, I'm going to give this one a 3.5 out of 5. That is exactly where I was thinking. Yep, it is. uh, It is, as a movie, it is, there is nothing deep, there is nothing beyond the surface level here. There is some cool cinematography. The script is a little bit weak. The acting is fine. It is a... Eh, I'm going to bump mine down to a three. It's a perfectly fine horror movie. I think I'll probably watch it again at some point, maybe. Yeah, I actually... Like I said, I really enjoyed this movie the first time I saw it in the theaters, and I enjoyed it like the second time I watched it, uh, I think just like with a friend on TV or something. Um, and yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a perfectly fun, um, no-thinking-required horror movie. Um, you just like, turn just your sit brain down. off at the door. Don't try and think too much about this one, liberals. <laughs> well, it's like it's like I'm always the one who is like, like everyone hates talking about movies with me because I like 
will be like, oh, this means this and this and this and this. And they'll be like, I just kind of watched it and I didn't really think about that. I'd be like, but you have to think about it. But this is straight up just like there's no deeper plot or anything here. It just is what it says on the tin, which is a movie dramatizing the events of uh, a Warren case. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It looks really nice. It's got some like cool scares in it. Um, and it is a perfectly competent movie. Yeah. 3.5 out of 5. I think that's just, like, kind of James Wan as a director. Like, perfectly competent. James Wan fucks it up so often, though. Really? Like, I'm trying to think about what in his filmography that I've seen that, like, I think is, like, a fuck-up. Uh, the, the, the movie with the, the ventriloquist movie? Oh, that's right! He did do death. He did do dead silence. <laughs> yeah, that one is a disaster. Okay, but to be fair, that was that was early in his career. Like he's done. What has he done recently? He did. His most recent films are. Uh, oh wait, he's directing Aquaman. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that is so fun. I love that. Yeah. Um. He was a producer on. I'm talking about. Let's see. Let's see his recent directing stuff. He did The Conjuring Two, Furious Seven. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Insidious Chapter 2. Yeah, okay. That's... We should watch one of the Insidious. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah, we can watch one of them, but they're so bad. Um, I hated the first one. I, I, like, sat in the theater when I was, like, I don't know, a, a teenager when I watched it the first time with my mom, and I was just, like, roughly crossing my arms the whole time because I was like, this movie is so fucking stupid and not scary even a little bit. And that's kind of still how I feel about the Insidious movies. <laughs> Yeah. Um, cause, cause he, he bounces like, um, quality with schlock, like well, most of the times, but this was like schlock, 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 you know, just like just a yeah. disaster. Um, but anyway, uh, let's get into some questions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to read them off? Uh, sure. Yeah. I have it open. Sure. Somewhere. Hi. All right. Um, Andy, uh, at Captain Trash. Um, uh, well, doesn't ask so much as says, uh, I like this movie more when you pretend the Warrens are scamming these poor people somehow. Yeah, uh, I should rewatch this. And so I should rewatch this movie and just with that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I was actually, that was kind of what I was doing during this movie. And I was like, yep, uh-huh. No, totally. <laughs> Through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the special effects kind of like break the suspension of disbelief, but it's like really obvious when you like read the actual stories about these sort of like cases um, especially the Enfield poltergeist, uh, one that happened in uh, jolly old England or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, just reading that story, it's like, oh, so all of this is just like made up baloney. Right? Yeah, made up, <laughs> made up, fakey, fake bullshit. Yeah. Um, so K. Miralath. Uh, Miralath uh, at Mike loves rabbit. Mike do uh, love at- rabbit. This is true. Um, so this is a question that I don't understand, but maybe you will. Sure. Uh, <laughs> why do they make you hoof it all the way to the end, uh, ass end of, uh, Gridon- Gridania? And then Gridania. Climb, yeah, climb down, like, a football field's length into some dark, musty cave just to get to the Conjurer's Guild. Uh, um, hold on, let me, I, let me just double check that I'm getting this reference correct. Gridania, yeah, okay, that's a, uh, that's a Final Fantasy fourteen reference. Cool. Um, I, yeah, it sounded like some nerd shit, so... Well, fuck you, too! <laughs> it is nerd shit. Okay, I'm into nerd shit, but this is nerd shit. This is gamer shit. Gamers rise up. <laughs> Shut up, fucking it is kind. Of, it is kind of bullshit the way some things are spaced out in that game. 
Yeah. God, I want to cool. get, get back to Final Fantasy XIV. Are uh, these, like, games that are, like, you have to, like, spend ten years to finish them? Final Fantasy? No, no, if not fourteen. Fourteen, you, uh, if you really, like, just played them and nothing else for a couple, for, like, a couple of months, and they're, like, they're, like, fun games. I like these games, but, like... Sure. You have to be the kind. You have to be a very kind. Of, you have to be a specific kind of person to like MMOs, and like a lot yeah. of people are a specific kind of person. But like, if you're not that kind of person, you will hate MMOs. I think that's kind of my problem. <laughs> yeah, you're just not the kind of person that likes MMOs. You don't really. Right, it's exactly. kind of hard to like. It's kind of hard to understand or to really even explain why it's enjoyable. What what makes an MMO enjoyable? It's just like I watch the numbers go up and I like it. Okay. Okay. But you play clickers, so like. Yeah, I, I'm actually like I was just gonna about to talk about the fact that I have kittens game open up in a, another tab, and I've been kind of just like grinding away at that. But also, it's something I can do passively in the background. Yeah, no, you need to like get your full ass attention in here. Yeah. Um, but anyway. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so you want to get into some recommendations? Sure. Let's. Um, my recommendation this week is pretty simple. If you've been watching my Twitter feed at all for the last twenty four hours, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Marvel's Spoderman, the video game. Yes. Yes. It's really fucking fun, and it's been a while since like a game just like made me lose track of time like that. Like I was playing it, and I was like, I, I sat down to play last night at like eight, and I was like, eh, let's play Spider Man for a little while. Uh, I, I like started to watch a movie, uh, but then I was like, eh, I kind of want to play Spider Man instead. And then I was, and then um, I don't really realize what time it was, but like I sat down at eight, and I'm like, a little bit later, I'm like, eh, that's probably a good stopping point for the night. Uh, and oh, it's twelve thirty. It's past yeah. midnight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just how yeah. this game's gonna be, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I see a lot of people really enjoying it, so that's cool. Um, yeah. Really yeah. Cool Spider-Man's game. Um, my recommendation this week, you teased me about it being Venture Bros again, and well, I'm just going to casually say, if you have the patience for Adult Swim, watch Venture Bros. Uh, but uh, my actual recommendation this week is going to be, can't remember if I've actually recommended it I don't think I have. Uh, Hopalong's uh, 2018 album that came out earlier this year, Bark Your Head Off Dog. I've been really getting into it uh, this summer. Um, and I really love Hopalong. And it's just kind of like crunchy, discordant, but like with a female vocalist. So it's, it's, it's just, it's awesome to hear like indie music that lets female vocalists sound not pitch perfect and kind of like voice cracky a little bit mm -hmm. um i think hop along is really talented and i think uh uh they are really fun to listen to so that is my recommendation hell yeah see uh if you would like to uh check us out we are at uh fear baiting on twitter and on tumblr that we don't use that that much uh gmail all that shit um, mm -hmm. And on Patreon, we are also uh, fear baiting. Uh, One dollar a month that you vote on polls like this movie, which was a poll, uh, which was the winner in the gauntlet of polls. Because um, I think that like one movie has just occupied the same slot for the entire time. Because I've had Cube two in there since day one of our polls, and mm -hmm. you've had the rise of Leslie Vernon in there since day one of our polls. Mm -hmm. Please let us watch these movies. Please, I want to see Hypercube. <laughs> uh. But um, one dollar a month lets you vote in that. Gets any bonus content we may do. Uh, the uh, fucking five dollars a month gets you a message right on the show and a shout out. And ten dollars a month gets you a movie. Uh, you get to demand a movie that we watch, and it must be scarier than uh, it was originally. Had to be scarier than Donnie Darko, but I think we watched a movie that was less scary than Donnie Darko. But I can't remember what it was off the dome. 
Hmm. So if you're, at the, if you're at the $10 a month level and you want to demand a movie out of us, just uh, shoot, just like be like, hey, watch this fucking movie, idiots. But um, thank you very much to uh, Sophie, the cool Sophie, Kit, Michael Kaiser, and Paul Bechtel for your support. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. You're our favorites. Don't tell, don't tell your, don't tell your sisters slash brothers slash siblings, but you're our favorites. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, if you want to find me on the internet, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or BlairKitch.tumblr.com. I am just kind of like losing my mind about cartoons so watch that happen yep um oh if you want to check out our sister podcast uh we we make we do an animorphs podcast with a friend of the show seda uh called the wonder yorks um it's very good and you should listen to it we have a new episode coming out later this yeah later this week Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh yeah, I'm really excited for that episode. Uh, if you want to check out uh, my other project, it's a Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, a leftism politics podcast that I have a blast doing with a bunch of my friends. Um, oh, ew, I just saw something on my desk and I picked it up and I was like, what the fuck is that? It's a dead hornet body. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, great. Um, but uh, yeah, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, and also check me out on Twitter at SunHatZenya, also on Twitch with that. Uh, and on Tumblr, I'm Chie Satchanakas, and I still use that website sometimes. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We will be getting at you next week with another movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Schlocktober's just on the horizon. Uh, get ready. Prepare your snack yep. bowl, like, guide for each week. So, yeah, so you're well-equipped for your snacking needs. But until then, I have been Blair. I am continuing to be Sarah. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Fuck you. Good night. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. (laughs) Hail yourself, bitch.